This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by J.K.L. Engineering. Whether it's heating or cooling, you can depend on J.K.L. Engineering. Licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call them today at 401-351-7600. Listen, we still have a number of months ahead. You're going to need the heat. We don't know what's going to happen. March can still be chilly. April can still be obviously chilly. The heating season. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier, Infinity System. They're energy-efficient, they're quiet, more affordable than you think. If you're saying no gas, guess what? No problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. Highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. JKL, Carrier Factory Authorized Dealer, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 53 years, JKL's reputation, second to none. Technical expertise, customer satisfaction. JKL is an approved National Grid VPI installer. Call JKL Engineering today. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available for both residential and commercial. Call JKL for a system replacement, oil to gas, for a heat pump. They're going to do it right. They're going to do it right the first time. And remember, with JKL Engineering, they'll keep it nice and cool in the summertime and nice and warm in the wintertime. Central Air is a life changer. Central Air is a game changer. And right now, estimates are free. Financing is available. Licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts, the original, the best, JKL Engineering. Call them 401-351-7600, 401-351-7600 for JKL Engineering. And one thing, again, remember now, tune into the John DePietro Radio Show. Weekdays, we start at 9, 11 and we go until 2. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at DePietro.com. Uh, you can email me, John, at DePietro.com, and then check out the Facebook page. Share things on the Facebook page, and then also share on uh, Twitter. So we are making some headway in a couple things. Now, number one, I noticed that uh, some of the hospitals now, if you heard me on Friday, I was saying, why are we still having elective surgeries at certain hospitals in Rhode Island? It doesn't it doesn't make sense to me um, in any way. <clears throat> why are we... Why are we, they still doing elective surgery? You have Governor Amundo saying that we're in short supply of medical supplies, and then they're still doing elective surgery, right? At, uh, at Kent Hospital, they were still doing elective surgery. People were having bunions removed. Now, again, I'm not saying that they're not painful, but certain procedures are elective surgery. They shouldn't be doing them. Um, and then that's number one. Number two, where is Governor Raimondo that there are still some kids living in college dorms? Like, what is going on? Totally asleep at the switch. Is there anybody that has confidence and faith in her? I just don't see it. And I think the media is going light on her. And I don't understand why the media won't push back a little bit uh, and question some of the things and some of the statements that, that she puts out. But there's so many stories right now that are um, beyond annoying. And one is, and there's no surprise here, and that is that many of the college students that were in uh, Florida, Miami for spring break, are testing positive for coronavirus. Now, part of the 
<clears throat> part of the problem was initially you were being told that it's just the elderly, right? That was part of the spin and it's not going to affect young people. But the fact is 20% of the people that have been getting coronavirus are young, are college students. And the death rate is going up. Uh, this was a deadly day in the United States. 100 deaths, I believe. You know, I can't tell. You know, at any moment, the number is kind of fluctuating a little bit. Uh, Massachusetts continues to go up. So it's definitely not stemming. And I know they're saying the next two weeks. But now how many kids are those college kids going to spread to? See, this was part of the problem. Where are the parents and why were the parents allowing these kids to go to Florida for spring break? How much do you want? How many parents were paying for the children to go to spring break? And you saw them on the beaches and they're interacting. Well, now many of them are testing positive. And so now they start to overwhelm the, uh, the emergency rooms in the hospitals. And, you know, part of it is they're young. And so they will recover easier and faster. But what about the people that they that now they infect? I mean, that is disgraceful that those kids were allowed and they were all down in Florida and that was going on. And Governor Raimondo, you know, she's supposed to be on top of this stuff. Why are there still kids living in a college dorm? Does anyone have an answer for that? I mean, does she have any answers on that at all? Do you hear anything coming out of this governor? Governor Raimondo, as far as things to help the businesses. Hi there, Deborah um and there's uh jim it is true it is true there's a lot of that uh going on uh right now as far as um some of the people that just refuse to uh be part of uh you know try that uh, just refuse to follow the guidelines and then we're all you know all of us are going to end up having to back them up now i also want you to understand that i am hearing from people healthcare professionals now you've probably heard by now the Rhode Island numbers testing positive keep going farther up and it's far more in line. It's still not close. Many people that work in hospitals and not just one hospital, but I've been in touch with people at different hospitals. And the fact of the matter is um, the numbers are continue. They insist they are far higher than Governor Mundo was saying what they are. And now, you know, as they're talking about doing more testing um you're going to have some of that this business about a lockdown i i repeat i just don't understand why the governor is saying the rhode island total right now is a little bit over 100 106 um like i said people in the healthcare field tell me that is at least 100 lower than what the actual number is if not more so i want to continue to say what what i've been saying and that is i i still don't believe that there should be a lockdown in Rhode Island. I don't. The numbers are not like they are anywhere else. People need to understand, if you talk about a lockdown, that means people, you can't go anywhere. That means that you can't uh, go into anything. You can't visit any type, type of store unless it's an emergency. You can't support the restaurants as far as, far as uh, curbside service. Um, you, you know, if, if you go to a, a total lockdown, you can't do anything like that. And and I still agree that I, I, I just don't think we're at still at that point. There are certain places there are, are at that point. I still don't think that uh, Rhode Island, by the numbers now, that Rhode Island is at that point. And I do have it going on. Should Governor Raimondo, I have it on my Facebook page, should Governor Raimondo uh, shut down the state? And you can go through and see some of the uh, colleges rhode island college has one case now definitely no lockdown i mean um 
that that's Rhode Island College, though, and th- these people aren't doing their part. I think if m- most of you continue to work from home and do what you're supposed to do, but the the pressure is really uh, overwhelming at this point. It is, and you you know it's not your imagination. If you've seen, there's definitely tension rising in the White House, and at this point things are just it's still too much of a scattered approach. Uh, I still don't think, every time I think that the Trump administration, that they're making gains, there's still people that are playing politics with it. Whether you have Governor Amundo saying she has to scour the globe and the federal government's letting her down, or Pelosi and Schumer blocking this package that they're trying to put out, the president is doing all he can, but the president is not, still not getting the type of cooperation that he needs. Uh, but within the state, I want to remind people, you know, you have to continue uh, support the businesses that can and stay away from people. I like the idea of people saying you really have to act uh, is if you're infected. You know, that's like a big part of it. If people would act as if they're infected, that would be a big part of it. Good evening, Mayor Fung. Mayor Fung joins us. Um, uh, I, I don't have an answer to that. You know, at some point, you know what else? Uh, the mayor the has been doing a good job in Cranston. The mayor came out with, he was the first one Mayor Fung uh, is the first one to uh, come out with that message for the students and two people to tell them. And now Governor Mundo is trying to find that. Do you notice the governor has still not found a rhythm? The governor is still Governor Mom, who, um, you know, and someone someone said to me, she doesn't sound like she, she she sounds like someone telling you to clean your room instead of telling people to stay inside. It's still not an element of authority. It's obviously a very serious situation. Something that caught their eye is the element that the state is now a few weeks away from completely running out of cash. So that's definitely a problem. Um, and, and of course, you know, they fall into, well, we have to protect the, the state workers. We can't allow the state workers to go without anything. But I, I still believe that um, I, I think that the governor should be more proactive with businesses in Rhode Island, meaning what could businesses in Rhode Island, number one, what could you do to help the businesses as far as how could they function? And number two, what about different supplies or testing or lab, anything like that, that we can do on our own uh, and then just get approval from CDC? It, it should be implemented. And there's so many different venues. Uh, the governor, though, you know, their crowd for, for the Ramundo people that try to pass themselves off as if they're on the cutting edge and they think outside the box and, you know, they really are on top of things. I don't see anything out of the ordinary. Rhode Island, to me, right now, I still, I don't feel the leadership. Do you feel, I mean, don't you still feel that she's just giving you set lines and it still just seems like a, a um, uh, like a, a Biden audition right now? I still don't get the sense that she is fully stepping forward. And I want to be very clear. This this begins and ends, <clears throat> this period of trying to help businesses and come up with different businesses that they can reach you, that you can use their services without going to a total lockdown. I, I don't know. You know, it's tough to tell what exactly they're doing in other states. But I think this is a situation that Governor Abundo should form, this is my thought, a task force led by Angus Davis, who's a very successful entrepreneur, and let them, like any idea they have that could try to in some way be implemented for people and small businesses, put that forward, 
see if it works, and why not give businesses a try something different? And instead, what are they doing? You know, she's cracking down on uh, the Second Amendment and people and, and having the, uh, the long waiting period and extending like that. And the governor still doesn't really even have uh, suddenly, uh, really a sense of what's going on with the schools. So that's right. Is the Lord's just bring an Omar to work with him? I hope not. I hope they're both uh, washing their hands. I mean, think about that. How uh, that was the, the, that's a good line. That's the, uh, the level that they were in. But, um, but what I think is just a, I think it's a complete, I believe, an absence of leadership. I don't think that we've had and seen the type of leadership that we need. This is a long way from Governor Garrahi during the blizzard and the flannel shirt. This is a long, long way from Governor Kachiri uh, in the aftermath of the station nightclub fire. Uh, in some ways, don't you, you start to get the feel that I'm not sure Governor Armando, her staff, is truly up to the task. Uh, there's too many people there that seemingly I don't get the sense that they're fully, they're not giving uh, real guidelines, they're not giving a consistent message. I'd like to see the governor become, you know, for her to be saying, I'm still waiting on the federal government, I, I, you just can't anymore. The governor needs to jump into action and do things that are going to help you, that are going to help me, that are going to help everyone. And I still don't, I still don't see it as of yet. Um, right now, and, and, and I'm not going to, you know, go through, we, we need more than just wash your hands. Okay. You, you need more than that and stay inside. They need to enforce it, but they really need to try to help and start to reach out to business and help businesses get through this, survive through this. Uh, even if things are just done on a temporary basis. Um, I, I mean, there's, there's little things that can be done that governor Raimondo the most important thing is to keep people working and not to go into a complete shutdown. If, if, if the state goes into a complete shutdown, I don't think many people recognize the consequences of what that would mean. It would mean there are many businesses that would close and never open again. Uh, shutting down is the last. There's no other alternative from that. So you don't want to do that unless if the Rhode Island death toll hit 1,000, maybe you think about a lockdown. But until then, people have to still be able to go to work if they can uh, in their, under safe circumstances. People in offices need to take responsibility and, and uh, social distancing. People still need to be able to visit shops and businesses. Everyone has to adapt. But this business of these people that want a complete shutdown, it, it's just not the time. I don't think the, I think many of the people, this is my thought, that are calling for a shutdown, I don't think they see what's happening happening in Italy. Uh, saving lives is the most important issue. Uh, yeah, I know that. But right now the death toll is, first of all, there still has, hasn't been a death. And <clears throat> you have a number of people infected. But the people that are saying that, I don't think they fully recognize what would happen. Shutdown, which is how many businesses could survive. Anyone that's calling for that, I don't think you recognize that many of these stores, I don't want to repeat, they would never reopen. This isn't shut down. This is close. You know, instead of the shutdown, I think they should use the phrase, this is closed for good. So people that are calling for that, and so more saving lives is more important. I, I, yes and no. I mean, of course it is. But at, at what extent? Um, more, most deaths with elderly with pre-existing symptoms, they should definitely be. And, but the, the people that are calling for that, I, I still, 
That is your last alternative. The states that are doing that and the people that are calling for that, you know, New York City, they, 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 you have mass transit. You have literally millions of people that use subway, Long Island Railroad, uh, Metro North. You know, Rhode Island, everyone's is still in their own cars. Now, who rides Ripta anyway? Thank God we didn't fall for all that. Thank God that people didn't fall for some of this foolishness that they were putting forward. But I, I still shy away. That is that is your last case resort. If you go to that for good, apparently they aren't very good business. But well, no, who who can afford who can afford to be closed for more than a month? As John Carlos said last week, you know, any restaurant in the world is one month away from closing, shutting the doors for good. And as far as a business, how many businesses truly can survive? And I mean, no revenue coming in. None. That is not the answer. Total shutdown is not the answer in any way. And that is something that should only be done. Uh, we're not there yet. We're, we're nowhere near complete shutdown. Everyone is talking about germs, about algae, about mildew. No, I know they're talking about the virus. What about some of the viruses outside your home? As the weather's getting warmer, now is the time. Let's make your property, home or business, look as best it can with Bethel Softwash. Look for them on Facebook, Bethel Softwash. Now, you can text Jared at Bethel, B-E-T-H-E-L, Bethel Softwash of Lincoln. Free day, free same day text estimate at 401-617-2585. Text him at 401-617-2585. And what I mean is if you text Jared, this is what my house looks like. He'll give you a free estimate right there. I'm talking outside your home. I encourage you to visit their Facebook page and you can see the before and after and what a difference it makes. Bethel soft washing is the low pressure system. It won't harm the surface. Low pressure H2O combined with the biodegradable chemical removes those biological elements like uh, algae and uh, mildew and you don't need it. The biodegradable plant safe solution Wait to see the difference. Now, I tell people, go to uh, log on to the Facebook page, Bethel Certified Softwash. Bethel Softwash, and look at the before and after. What a difference it makes. Bethel Certified Softwash Power Wash for your home, for your business, for your walkway, for your patio, for your deck. Make your home look beautiful. Get rid of that mold and algae instead. Bethel Certified Softwash. You can also text Jared at 401-617-2585. Make an appointment, free estimate, 401-617-2585. And look for them on Facebook. It's Bethel Certified Softwash. Right in Lincoln, Bethel Certified Softwash. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by MEGA MEGA professionals. Call them today, 508 336 7801. 508 336 7801. Now, what exactly do they do, MEGA professionals? They're here to help you run your business by finding you workers. And maybe you need workers. Maybe you need drivers, workers, certified help, part time, full time, weekend work. Uh, local, aka sleep at home drivers, class A, B, non CDL, 
warehouse workers, mechanics, skilled workers, labor, healthcare professionals, office professionals. You need workers. You need MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals. You're trying to run your business. Listen, it's a hassle trying to hire people, go through all the resumes, set up the interviews. Instead, it's one phone call to help you with your company. MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801, 508-336-7801 for MEGA professionals. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online. Go to the website. That's why I say listen online. What does that mean? It means if you go to the website, dipetro.com, you can then listen that way. That's an easy way for some people that if for whatever reason where you live and you're trying to listen and you can't get the AM 1380 or the 99.9 FM, that's why I say you can always listen online at the website, dipetro.com. Well, you know, folks, uh, I wish I could offer you good news. Um, but if we want to be candid and I want to be straight with so many of you, all of you, um, it's hard to find good news. It is. And I'm just being uh, straightforward. I'd like to say things are getting better, but they're actually not getting better. Not when you say USA has 100 deaths in one day. And now you have former Vice President Joe Biden is slamming the Trump administration. Um, there certainly seems to be tension growing in the White House. I see a headline, governors clamp down even as president considers easing the rules. Uh, how about city dwellers are fleeing to deserts and mountains? How about this headline? California needs 50,000 more hospital beds. This is, this is a problem. And I don't know, no one does what the answer is. Another headline, a virus lingers on surface for 17 days. Now, obviously you need massive cleaning, but let's just dissect some of the things that I just mentioned to you. Starting you with, with uh, in the country, 100 deaths in one day. Well, that's obviously uh, a number that could continue to go up, but you hope it's going to be less. Former Vice President Joe Biden, you would think, would hope would leave politics out of this is life and death this isn't just a normal campaign and then you're trying to slam there's a lot more at stake they are in uncharted territory at the white house how about florida spring breakers begin testing positive why am i not surprised by this i mean that was an embarrassment but the state of florida allowed it to go on and then all those kids what they do now they go back to their own states I mean, this is this is moronic what's been allowed to go on. It has. Not enough was, that should have been stopped. That should have been stopped immediately. And it should have been stopped at the top. But Florida, see, they, they go, everyone goes for the short money. You know, we saw it in Newport, St. Patrick's Day, and all those idiots dressed in green still celebrating. They still wanted to have the par- parade. And then all those people come in. It's kind of like the movie Jaws, where Larry wants to keep the beach open even though the shark is out there. Florida spring breakers begin testing positive. Of course they do. Now, governors clamp down even as the president considers easing rules. You know, that that's not... Each state is different. Each state has different outbreaks. Each state is, is not the same. If, Flor- if the state of California needs 50,000 more hospital beds, 
then you shouldn't have uh, every state right now is like in competition trying to get supplies for their state this is a real moment of make made it in america made in america that's what this is this is a major moment for that and that really should rule the day this is another example we wouldn't have these problems or a lot of them if we when did this all start we're too dependent on china right and president trump to his credit has been talking about that we're too dependent on china we're too dependent on things made overseas we need to go back to things being made in the country we need to go back to things being made in rhode island and massachusetts i am so glad honeywell is making those masks and other companies this is a time to step up this is a time for the Raimondo administration ought to be as business friendly as possible and reach out and encourage and find ways for companies to be making these things i mean think of that do you mean to tell me there's no company in rhode island or massachusetts that could make ventilators why do we have to search the, the world and globe for ventilators or some of these other the equipment that we need this is a good example why the moment we start to get away from made in america and then everything being made overseas and nafta and china china was so reliant on china it's terrible it all has to come to an end you're listening to the john DePietro show remember if you ever find yourself in an accident pick up the phone and call west fountain auto body 401 272 for West Fountain Auto Body. It's Kenny, it's Patricia, maybe Kaylee answers the line. Look for them on Facebook, West Fountain Auto Body, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They're right behind the Providence Public Safety Complex. So you're riding along and you're maybe minding your own business and going the speed limit, and boom, you just never know when you can find yourself in an accident. You have people that are texting and driving or they're drunk drivers, or you have people that they're compromised, or they're they're on something, or whatever it may be. People just, they're not paying attention, they're texting, they go through a stop sign, they go through a red light, uh, they drive very recklessly through a parking lot, and all of a sudden, you have damaged your vehicle. Well, the first thing you want to do is call 911, fill out a police report. If you can drive your vehicle, your first phone call is to West Fountain, 401 401- 272-3340. Maybe you know someone. Do you have a family member or a friend or someone you work with that was in a car accident? Listen, it's it's uh, number one, it shakes you up. Number two, hopefully you're okay. But number three, let's get the car fixed. Call West Fountain, 272-3340. They're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Now, if you're in an accident and you can't drive your vehicle, it was that badly damaged, when the tow truck shows up, tell them, bring this vehicle to West fountain auto body look for them on facebook this is where i would bring your car this is where i bring friends car family they will repair your vehicle they'll handle everything for you showroom like condition get it back on the road west fountain auto body since 1927 401-272-3340 401-272-3340 look for them on facebook west fountain auto body Folks, it's John DePietro, and this is a special message for business people uh, that are trying to adapt to the latest circumstances. So much, so many of you are now working remotely, and you're realizing now just how dependent you are. 
whether it be with your cell phone, with your service, working remotely. And joining us right now, you've heard me talk about him so many times. It's our friend Sal, who is here to help any business person. Good afternoon, Sal. Good afternoon, JD. How are you? I am uh, trying to get used to what's going on, just like everybody else. That's right. It is such an unusual time. But um, a lot of businesses right now are finding that they need to either be able to work more efficiently with their employees or for themselves, work remotely. And I want to make sure people know about your services. Absolutely. So obviously, you know, I, we've mentioned before, but I'm with T-Mobile right now. And I, and I recognize that, it, uh, you know, that it's a tough time to, to do business in the state and overall throughout the country. And I, and I recognize that. So with T-Mobile, we're, we want to reach out, help to help reach out to small businesses and help them as much as we can. Um, and, and with that, we know there's a lot of uh, a good amount of businesses out there that are allowing their workforce um, work from home. So we have some great solutions for the, the companies out there to let their employees work from home. And, and with that, we have mobile hotspots, which have been becoming very popular right now um, because maybe Wi-Fi might not be an option at their house or at their work for some reason. But with the mobile hotspots we offer with T-Mobile, this will give them the ability to work remotely. Um, so I encourage if anyone's uh, that owns and operates a small business or has a workforce that needs to rely on mobile internet, reach out to me. I can help you. Call me today at 401-332-0000. That is my number directly, so I will pick up when you call. I want to help you as much as I can, even if it's not something where you want to purchase service and you just maybe just have some questions regarding your service with your current carrier. Um, the big thing is I want to help consumers out there with small business, with their small business. And as you know, I've come from a small business world. Um, I did oper- own and operate my own small business for the last seven years. So I get the challenges that are that people are experiencing right now. And I want to help out as much as I can. So and with that, like I said, T-Mobile is here to help with mobilizing your workforce, offering mobile hotspots. Uh, and I, I will help you with that. And again, my direct number is 401-332-0000. You can call me anytime. I'm available. I'm here to help. And Sal, also just touch on, I think a lot of people are learning, you know, maybe they haven't seen family, but you can show them on FaceTime or businesses. There's ways that you can help them work remotely with their employees that they may not even be aware of. Absolutely. I mean, a lot of people, including myself, were uh, conducting meetings via FaceTime, via Skype, uh, WhatsApp chat through the the video options. So um, there are other ways to communicate in business and Myself included, if you want to have a conversation with me face-to-face, we can do it germ-free by having a Skype call or a FaceTime call. And you can do the same within your business as well. If you have employees that rely on communicating with their uh, customers, um, there are ways doing it without meeting face-to-face. Completely safe, completely germ-free by either a Skype call, FaceTime, whatever it may be. There's different platforms you can have that video call. And I'm more than happy to show you that. I can show you and explain how to use that and set it up. Uh, It's very simple to do. Um, I've been doing it myself. I, I conducted about five meetings last week, and they were all via Skype <laughs> from my office. So um, times are definitely challenging right now, but we kind of, you know, kind of, kind of work with it and move with these times and just kind of figure out what's going on. I think it's 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 very unpredictable at the moment. And um, if I could help in any way, feel free to reach out. Again, my direct line is four zero one three three two zero 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 zero. Folks, call him Sal by T-Mobile. Thank you, Sal. Thank you, John. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at DePietro.com. Well, that's big news. How about that? Smithfield, Rhode Island, President Trump recognizes the ocean state 
you know, this is so amazing, folks, because just uh, it was either Thursday or Friday, and I was speaking with someone um, with the White House and talking about the whole situation and Rhode Island and Mass, and they didn't tell me why, but they said, um, hey, so Honeywell, that's in Smithfield, correct? And I said, yeah, yeah, I, I, I think I, I actually do know someone who works there. Yeah, they are in Smithfield, yeah, and that was it. And I didn't follow up as to, hey, why are you asking about that? But now we know. So that is huge. And uh, President Trump in announcing that Honeywell right there in Smithfield. And hello to everyone from what I understand. I've got an email from many of you. That's going to be 500 jobs at Honeywell to start making masks. Let's see how Governor Armando now knocks President Trump after uh, the U.S. government and Honeywell. And I'm so glad for them. Reached out and said, hey, we can help out with this. We can uh, make these different types of masks that, that you're looking for. And that's a big plus, and that happened, for those of you that uh, missed it, but it happened in the, the press conference. And that, that, is, um, that is big news. That, that is uh, the first recognition. And, and then the bad news, of course, is the death rate in Massachusetts keeps going up. I mean, now there's at least five deaths. It could actually be more. I'm having... It's tough to even keep track with all of the different, um, with everything that is, is going on right now as far as the, the numbers are just frequently changing. Uh, but that is, um, that that is big, that in fact that, that they recognized it. And I'm so happy and I want to say hello to everyone because it's interesting. I was just uh, texting with someone uh, just last week who in fact uh, works there and uh, they tell me that they love the fact that they can even get it at 99.7 uh, but I think in one part of the building where they were uh, they were then even um, uh, listing online at topetro.com which is fine but Honeywell is going to start making the masks in Rhode Island for the COVID-19 in an effort to move it up uh, President Trump's aide if you saw it Peter Navarro said that uh Honeywell setting up mask making factories, Smithfield, Rhode Island, could be as many as 500 jobs, if not more. They got a call from officials at Honeywell who said they could start pr producing masks within a month if they got retire re required regulatory approval. And then on Friday night, they submitted it and got assurance from Health and Human Services. They're going to flip that in a couple days. So Honeywell is setting that up in Smithfield. And their uh, spokesperson, Eric Krantz, said company is ready to help the U.S. government address the response effort. Not going to get into too many more details, apparently, about that, but rapidly moving to add capacity for these N95 face masks. Those are the ones that, that you uh, see and just how bad it is. Um, it's also interesting. Now, you have Governor Mundo, who just keeps slamming the federal government. Also saying, you know, we're scouring the globe to try to get resources. Well, based on what the situation is right now, um, I don't know why they would be scouring the globe. Rhode Island doesn't have a high death rate. Rhode Island, I, I don't think they're testing enough people. But being just if we follow the numbers, when you have Rhode Island still claiming the numbers are under 70 and Massachusetts is approaching 70 because they're testing everyone. And a lot of people apparently don't have to be tested. Governor Raimondo, I'm out of patience. 
we're in okay shape, but this is how the federal government responding. Well, what is Cicilline doing? What is Jack Reed doing? What is, uh, you know, Senator Sheldon Whitehouse doing? She's out of patience at this point, scouring the globe. What does that even mean? I mean, where's the delegation on this? Maybe it wasn't such a good idea to always be slamming, slamming the Trump administration governor. Maybe for once you could actually try to come up with something positive as President Trump is trying to lead us out of this crisis. And I, I really believe that when all is said and done, that the, the president, his team, folks, you can see it. They're stepping up. Uh, but this is big. The economist Peter Navarro said that the Honeywell contacted the White House producing the N95 mask, and they're going to be made right in Smithfield and then properly distributed to response workers. So that is huge for them. I love the fact that they reached out. That was big. But I don't understand why the governor feels that she always has to then slam the government. And, and you know, as I was saying, uh, just saying, and this business of, you know, the governor, well, you know, we're scouring the globe trying to find ventilators. You don't need ventilators. Why? If you would stop elective surgeries and if you have 66 people, allegedly, even though I believe the number is much higher, that have tested positive, and they, they seem to really only be reporting a lot of people that are actually in a hospital. Um, the testing is, is being overblown. If you have the symptoms and you don't feel well, you just should stay at home. If you don't have to go to the hospital, then don't go to the hospital. We don't need all these people getting tested. In New Jersey, they announced they were going to do drive-through testing, and they had to shut it down because all these people just want to do novel. Like, yeah, I just want to see if I have it. Do, do, you, do, you, are, do you have chest pains? Do you have fever? Are you coughing? Do you feel, you know, no, but I just want to see if I have it. You, you, we don't have time for that foolishness. That stuff's got to end. They're not doing enough to prevent that. Where I disagree is, I mean it. I don't, I don't see it. Uh, maybe I'm missing something, and people are just going to say, you know, well, you just don't like Ramon. That it's not it. I don't. I still don't. I don't understand these media people that are giving Governor Ramondo like an A, an A. What has she done? I, they clearly were not prepared. That Dr. Nicole Scott, the two of them at the press conference, and here's another thing. I don't think they need a daily press conference anymore. Just make the point, release the information to the media. The more press conferences, the more it, it's keeping people on edge. Now they seem to be, some of them are having press conferences, just have press conferences. And all these people that, well, we're reaching out and we need help and blah, blah, blah. And you don't know what help is. Help is what they need in Italy. Italy needs help. Fortunately, right now, Rhode Island does not. Rhode Island, I, Rhode Island does not need help. Wrong. And that's a good thing. Now, what can happen? I mean, I hope everyone understands the, the nature of this, and that is just how quickly it can multiply. So the idea of if everyone stays inside, if, if people are not passing the virus to other people, if you stay inside your house and you don't go out and you don't encounter someone that has it, the disease will slow down and the number of cases will not increase. They will slow down. Then, and only then, we could be in a situation where as a result of that, um, you're just you know, trying to buy time. You're trying to buy where you can test more. You want to relieve the hospitals. You want to get more equipment that they need, ventilators, masks, equipment, uh, all of those things.
and then you want to start to talk about science is working on a cure or some medicine that will help the symptoms of it and then eventually we come to a vaccine that they're working on and it will be very exciting at some point over I don't know when we're gonna hear that they finally I am confident of that they will come up with a vaccine but in the meantime you know what else and this is an interesting point and someone was saying to me how this was someone that started a new job and they noticed a lot of people started to um, a lot of people started to uh, go out sick and where they work they said oh yeah when the flu comes it just wipes goes through this place think how crazy that is what the, the the things that are being implemented now if you think how simple that is wash your hands and then if you don't feel well stay home how many people know of people they go into the office and they get other people sick and and it's it's crazy that has to change it has to change you can't have people doing that anywhere anymore that is to change why are people doing that how about i was reading and it's so interesting how about there was a pioneer doctor who started to um he started to wash his hands do you hear about that he started to wash his hands during childbirth and then uh started telling other doctors think about this how long ago it was but started telling other doctors hey before you deliver a child uh everybody should start washing the hands and when they started doing that the number of childbirth deaths and infections to the monitor everything else went way down so and that was a, considered you know kind of a new type of procedure coming up i'm going to talk more about governor Amundo and some of the other things that i think need to be done a lot more ahead you're listening special coverage the coronavirus hitting rhode island and massachusetts on the john DePietro show a lot more ahead This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Lawn Doctor. Call today, your best lawn ever guaranteed, 401-392-1025, 401-392-1025, or online, they have a great website, lawndoctor.com. What do they do? Well, outdoor pest control, annual program, lawn care service, they make great lawns happen. Lawn Doctor Rhode Island, your lawn care company. Love your lawn best lawn guaranteed call them today 401-392-1025 free uh, consultation and estimate 401-392-1025 lawn doctor and now is the time because you can get the early spring the crabgrass control time release fertilizer professional blend of high calcium line lawn doctor go online check them out it's lawndoctor.com or call them today 401 401- 392-1025 Lawn Doctor This portion of the John DePietro Show is sparked by Henry Oil since 1947 What a Rhode Island success story Folks, call them today 401-521-0200 Henry Oil It's Carmine, it's Lori As I said, since 1947 Full service fuel company Fuel Oil, Diesel gasoline delivery 24-hour burner service for contracted regular customers they have oil burner service and installation automatic delivery budget plans lock and cap pricing serving most of rhode island and southeastern mass you can depend on henry oil call them today 401-521-0200 401-521-0200 reliable 
affordable fuel oil delivery. Fuel oil, diesel, gasoline delivery. It's Henry Oil, residential and commercial fuel oil delivery. Go with a local company that you can support and depend on. Henry Oil in 1947. It was Carmine Henry DeSanto delivered that fuel oil with a single truck operation from his gas station on Manton Avenue in Providence. And now the tradition continues. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery serving Rhode Island and parts of Mass since 1947. Call my friends at Henry Oil today, 401-521-0200, 401-521-0200. You can also, as I mentioned, check out their website. It's henryoil.com, henryoil.com. Take advantage of the lock and cap pricing or the oil burner service and installation or their automatic delivery or their budget plans. Full service fuel company that you can depend on, Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200, Henry Oil, 401-521-0200, online at henryoil.com. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Now, this is special coverage, the coronavirus affecting everyone. Remember, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at dipietro.com. Visit the website. And then if you ever miss anything, you can also uh, click right there on the radio show and then listen to some of that. So I was talking about that that was a new concept. That Think of that. They used to have people that were, quote, doctors who would deliver uh, deliver a, a child and they weren't even washing their hands. And once they started to implement that, the number of, of deaths of both the children and women delivering the child went way down. And I think we're going to have more of that. And there should be more, you know, I blame a lot of times it's, it's the, the element of, it is the employer sometimes. And I've worked with people that come into the workplace and they're sick and they shouldn't be there. Those days are over. That stuff has to work. More people have to work remotely. You know, you're going to see this whole thing is going to transform. There should be no tolerance of that or the employers that make someone feel bad so they, you know, come back to work even though they're still sick. Or so many things are about to change. And and I've talked about many times this situation, you know, Providence, the average teacher in Providence, 30 sick days, complete abuse. They're not even sick. And the kids hurt the learning. Virtual learning is going to be big. Why? You don't need this. And especially, you know, they're making the argument in Providence. Forget about this. You're going to do virtual learning. You don't need all of this. You don't need all these kids going into these old, decrepit uh, classrooms. And the teacher calls out sick anyway, and you have, and you have a substitute. It it doesn't make any sense. It would make sense to have, and I was starting to touch on this. It would make sense to have one teacher for let's just say um for second grade english and one or two teachers even say and they have and i mean this 500 students but you have 15 children with two teachers aides in a classroom and the kids are all watching it uh from different locations you don't need all these schools you don't need all these old drafty schools broken down then they're so expensive to build you don't need any of that stuff and then you have all these second graders and they're watching two uh really good teachers say for english and then it's being filmed 
And then if there are questions, it can be submitted by the aides. And you won't, you don't have 25 kids in a classroom. You have 15. And you don't really need a teacher. You just maybe need a teacher's aide. And because that's the teacher. And they're maybe doing the questions. And the lesson plan is filmed. And then if a child is sick, they can still watch from home. Or if they miss, they could go back and watch the videos. So this business of, you know, Warwick, how about the city of Warwick that teaches 90 sick days? Does that make sense to anyone? Talk about abuse. I don't know what's going to happen with some of the first responders. That part we haven't figured out when these firefighters all call out sick and then they get the time and a half and all the scams involved with that. Um, that part we don't know about. But there's so much of this of people working remotely where this this business of people going into, quote, the office, and then never mind you have people that are sick in the office or some of these other problems. You have all the congestion of rush hour. More businesses are going to say, we're going to set it up that you can work remotely from your home, and then you don't even waste time commuting. And then all of the some of the problems within the workplace, and it's it's just going to make more productive workers. And when you tell think think of the people that commute an hour each way, if instead they could be at home and instead of, you know, getting on the train at 630 in the morning and driving up to Boston to start work at eight o'clock, um, they're at home and they start work at eight o'clock and then they stop at five o'clock and they're home and there's no traffic and there's no rush hour. And in the morning they sleep in, they exercise they are not in the car on the train coming home and then they are more productive maybe they start work at 7 30 maybe they work till 5 30 maybe they work till six o'clock because then they're home anyway i mean there's a lot of different ways that this can benefit but we need is i'm still not hearing enough from governor Raimondo about helping small businesses i don't know what the answer is i know they've been spending too much money at the state level i know that has to end the money is not going to be there. It's not going to be there. You know, we've often wondered when you've had the incredible, ridiculous spending in certain cities that basically are broke on paper and Providence is basically bankrupt. Warwick is basically bankrupt. Many other cities are basically do not have money for all of these guaranteed health care, uh, all these ridiculous pension benefits of everyone gouging and everything. There, there simply isn't you want to talk about the chickens are coming home to roost guess what there's not going to be any money there's not going to be any money and the state workers guess what the state could lay off 5,000 state workers and nothing's going to change and people are going to realize gee maybe we don't need 16,000 state workers governor mundo could end up furloughing uh furlough and and lay off 6,000 state workers and they're just going to have to figure things out. Does the General Assembly budget really need to be $50 million? Do they need to spend over 100,000 from January to June on catered meals brought in because they're there Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night? Waste, waste all these jobs they give out, um, all of that stuff. It, it's very simple. There's not going to be enough money. And they're going to start to cut it in providence there's way too many workers in providence you could lay off I, I, again i i feel bad but 
I don't know what to tell people. There, there isn't going to be the money to sustain all this stuff. And this business are going to taxpayers and asking them to pay it. They, they're already, there's, there's going to be no money left in the well. Look what happened with Central Falls. Central Falls went bankrupt. And then all those pension benefits and the health care benefits, they were saying to the pensioners, you can get 50 cents on the dollar. But the, the gouging, uh, the thinking that the bill was never going to come due, taking advantage of it. I'm not saying it's going to happen next week. I'm not even saying it's going to happen next month. But wait till, you know, at the end of this year, when Mattiello crime family and at the state house and they have to come up with a budget and the shortfall. And by law, they have to balance the state budget. Guess what? They're not going to have $10.2 billion. It's not happening. I mean, it's it's impossible. They're going to they, there will be a one billion dollar shortfall. And then that's when, do, do, does every department need a press person that makes, you know, $100,000 a year? And they work 830 to 430. And all these benefits and time off and everything else that goes into it. And there's countless examples of this. Every department under Raimondo has added these spokespeople. And suddenly there just isn't going to be enough money to support all those people. So it's going to come to an end. And how bad is it? In Italy, they're not treating patients over the age of 60. If you go into the hospital and you're 60 years old and you're really sick, it's triage. They're taking the ventilators and the equipment off and they're giving the beds to people that they think are going to survive. That's how serious it is. Now, again, we have better health care. We have better companies. We have better manufacturing. President Trump is going to bring the private sector in and is going to that's going to make the difference on this you're already seeing it it's a different attitude with the trump administration they're not going to tolerate the shortfalls of government you know governor governor gina raimondo's got some nerve saying that the federal government she's never seen anything like it this is miss you hip right this is miss this one screw up after another and they're always wrong on their numbers uh, she she is I, I don't know how these people are giving her a good grade zero she goes after the legal gun owners she likes to have these press conferences with her and that Rhode Island Department of Health Dr. Scott who was blaming President Trump and saying you know this stopping the flights from China is anti-Chinese complete foolishness and in Rhode Island Raimondo is still allowing elective surgery it makes no sense at all we have a lot more coming up. I'm also going to tell you more details you're not going to hear anywhere else. Again, you're listing special coverage coronavirus right here on the John DePietro Show.